0: Hello, and welcome to Spirekin Flight 127 on its way from Guam, and... Uh, attention passengers, everything is perfectly fine. Uh, the wing is not on fire, we're just experiencing some... We're some gonna turbulence. die!
1: We're gonna die! Calm
0: down, calm down, we're gonna be fine. We just have to, we have to keep the morale going. Keep the morale going. Um, if, if you look to the right, you will not see an... Atka Gantafis, trying to eat the gremlin on the wing. Trust me, everything is perfectly fine. Remain calm. Everything's all good. We're just taking some turbulence. Some turbulence. <laughs> um.
1: Uh...
0: Ah. Calm down. Calm down. Have some Jim Bean. Have some that'll relax you. Yes. Uh, uh, sorry about that. Just some weird. Uh, the co-pilot—he's been intoxicated. He's not feeling too well. Throwing up in the in the in the can. A- a- anyway, remember. to Stay calm. And a uh, warning: this episode contains adult language mature situations, giant bowling balls full of ammunition and firearms. Um, an, an infinitely powered laptop, boo chips, extinct prehistoric creatures, onion people, boobies, castaway syndrome, Xerox teleportation, and... Boobies. Why are you lying to the people? They're too stupid to
1: realize. We have to keep a calm before we die. You left the mic on. Listener discretion is advised. Ah! Ganza on ganga how soon can some boy
2: go Episode 127,
0: Fight or Hidebu? Hello and welcome to another episode of the and Mong Review. This is your host, Zon. And this is Timbo. Yes, we're back again for another fun-filled episode, especially after that last episode where we talked about the wonderful and illustrious Black Butler. Yes, and actually, if you notice, we skipped a week, yes. We were kind of still fucked up from uh, Kuramatsu, we had to take a week off, and also, this week's going to be pretty fun and pretty unique because at the end of this week is actually our three year anniversary uh, three years so before we get anything remember you can find out any of our earlier episodes at www.spyrokin.com you can email us at sparkin at gmail.com zan at spyrokin.com
2: or timbo.spyrokin at gmail.com
0: Yes. We'll, yeah, something like that. We'll answer all of your emails and talk to you and things. And we'll, you can call us at 206 350 8462. All this stuff is in our show notes. We're also on fightbait.com. Thanks, John Paul, again. He was in our last actual movie episode, which was hysterical. Hi. Yes, yes JP. And we're on Facebook under and Manga Review, and We Review. We have our other podcast. And First off, now, before we get anything, we were at the Sakura Matsui. And what do you think overall? Because this is your second time. It was a good time. Yes, it was.
2: <laughs> we didn't get rained on. We and we had a, an epic brawl throughout the day.
0: Yes, if you look at our pictures, we actually have <laughs> our pictures of what happened. It's, it's hysterical. It's it's brilliant. It has the, the points of our conflict.
2: Zan tried to, to strangle me over a bridge.
0: And you poked me with a stick, and then you are yes. running after me with a stick.
2: I did I did poke you with a stick. Yes. So perhaps I, I deserve being strangled over a bridge. Well, it's a whole story. You have to actually look at it and
0: try and figure out what happened on your own. It was pretty it's all st- behind us. Yes, it's behind us. In the past. I forgive you. And I forgive you. <laughs> all right. <laughs> and so... What else is going on with us? And yes, I'm using the captain's voice still because it's just kind of that cool. <laughs>
2: it, um, Let's see, what's going on? Well,
0: um, nothing.
2: <laughs> exactly,
0: nothing. Life is the same, our jobs are the same, podcast is going, well, it's the podcast. It's we... going, we're doing it right now. Well, actually, one good thing is we got our press passes for... Yes, New York Comic Con. Actually, I the first person to get it was Bell Channel. Ah. That was just very ironic And mm. she was like The third person To send it in She was the first I don't understand yeah. I'm trying to figure it out like, maybe I got it's mine
2: cause... printed out I'm ready to go
0: Yeah so all I gotta do Is figure out What days you're gonna be there What days I'm, I'm gonna be there I'm gonna
2: be on The Saturday Whatever ah. that Saturday is That's when I'm I'm gonna. gonna
0: be there All four days I just gotta figure out What I'm gonna do I mean where am I gonna stay What am I gonna Cause last year I stayed with Sleep in a box On the side of the road yeah, you can't do that anymore because they'll take you away in the city. Sleep
2: in the parking garage of the—is mm. it the Javits Center? Is that and where? Then, it is? I, I could do that. Is that where it is? The Javits yeah, Center. Okay. Yeah, it's in yeah. the Javits Center.
0: It's, it's going to be a fun time. <laughs> it's actually four days this year, so that's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, I might stay with one of my cousins. I mean, last year I stayed with Belchan, but
1: mm. well, we'll
0: we, you know, we'll see what happens. Anyway, yeah. either here or there, we're getting off topic. Um, uh, we'll, anime next. Yep, anime next. We is, are going. It's coming up. We're going to have a blast. Woo! We're going to have a great time. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, We went two years ago, we had the pictures up, you remember? Yes. And of course, this year we have to take more pictures of our... The one picture we've taken every single event we've ever gone to. We have to do an epic why. (laughs) Why? Yes. (laughs) And where that came from, we don't know, but it's going to be...
2: Well, at least the first time that it happened with us was when it was raining at Sakura Matsui, the first time. Yes, that was... So that was like, that was the, why is it raining? Today on the on the on the day of all days, and then and then it just kind of it's spiraled out of control. Yeah. So that's become every <laughs> sing, every,
0: almost every single event I've ever done or been to. It's actually
2: regardless been. of whether it's good or bad. It's
0: why exactly yeah exactly. Um, so uh, news yes in the news. in the world actually The only bit of news we have really is that Funimation has decided to add a manga based series in their live action series. And what is this?
2: Big Tits
0: Zombie. In 3D. Wow. Deadly D-Cups, yes. Wow. It's pretty much Z- Zombies vs. Strippers <laughs> 5 in Japan, but it's another yeah. one. It looks pretty damn well...
2: Huh. I don't
0: All know. All right. <laughs> it should be good. It's actually coming that, out to that theaters. Looks, that looks interesting. I will go to see that, I think. Yeah. Maybe. I think I'm going to have a lot of time. I think they're
2: going to have to change the name of it. <laughs> no,
0: they're, it's going to be worth out seeing <laughs> Um, also, Shueisha is going to be releasing a new manga magazine this summer. That's going to be pretty cool. We're going to have some fun with that. Only other big news is that they're making a new Blackjack series, and that is awesome. If For those of you who don't remember the Blackjack episode, episode 79, that series is fucking amazing. I'm like the only person I know who reads that series. because I'm <laughs> low on a good stomach. Seeing someone get their stomach open, and it shows where everything is. It actually taught me what a hernia is, because I just thought it was ah. something wrong with your stomach. Mm-hmm. It's actually your intestine twists. Ugh that's why it's a hernia yeah. like you move in the wrong way and that's why it yeah. does it it's not like you strain your muscles Actually, so that's pretty cool um, oh there is one little other thing and that's um, Detroit Metal City's creator Wakasuchi is making a Cappy manga and what is Cappy you wonder well Cappy is well the only thing we know is the tagline is when the time needs him the least a hero will appear oh. that kind of makes no sense So,
2: so he's a useless hero
0: sounds like Ant-Man
2: sounds like Don Quixote
0: Uh, And it's saying that Uh Detroit City ended last year Because that series was A fucking amazing Yeah It was hilarious (laughs) (laughs) We have to get to that eventually (laughs) Eventually we'll get to DMC Eventually (laughs) To DMC DMC But (laughs) that's it with our news I actually picked up Some new manga Sort of Manga Yes I went to the library And I picked up some Random things Also saw Drive Angry finally Drive Angry there was, it wasn't bad well it was a, the, there's only one thing that ruined this movie Nick Cage exactly and he's the star so, uh, so what did I pick up I picked up another volume of Sorcerer Hunters oh the first manga I ever viewed on this podcast oh. and it is an amazing sh- if you remember I gave it the highest rating it's got boobies yes it does I also picked up Treasure Isle which actually is a subsidiary of the uh, Kinodachi casebook it's a mystery series it's okay not great it was kind of predictable there's supposedly, others. It's like a read a, read a mystery in each one, mm. and I also picked up uh, *Loop in the Third, volume thirteen. More boobies. Yes, I wanted the originals, but unfortunately, that's, no one that's has
2: not that's, that's the that's the theme of today's episode: is
0: boobies. Yes, boobies. So let's I get. don't know
2: why, but it just
0: is. Anyway, so let's get on with it. <laughs> I know you're wondering, like, wait, it's been like maybe fucking ten minutes. Eh, about eh, ten yeah. With all the add ten minutes. Whatever. It's been ten minutes, and so if you remember, we're professionals. That's just this. That's we're, pro- we're professional layabouts that's what we are if we got paid for this I'd be very happy and also I'd be able to keep it on time if I was paid for this I'd be like I gotta get out this week, I gotta get out this week. as opposed to me waiting and like I'll do it next week I'll do it next week and that's the real problem it's Just that. but anyway because also our big well episode 130 is going to be amazing because we're doing our Kanakamatsu episode
2: yes fun
0: time. it's a shame though we can't have three people to, well maybe we'll be able to get three people to do it mm. like, might be a little awkward though mm. but, but I will be here Yes, you will. I will be here for that one because it's Ken Akamatsu. Woo! Yes, we're, but that that we'll, we have four 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 specific mangas on that one. We have. Yes. Let's see now. We have I Love You.
2: AI, I love you. Uh, you have Nagima. Mm-hmm. You have Love Hina.
0: And you have Neo Nagima.
2: And Ni- ugh,
0: <laughs> Nagima got weird.
2: Yeah, it, got, it was
0: always kind of weird. No, once it got into the other world, it got interesting, but it got weird. Mm. And now it's even like. What
2: the fuck? Yeah. and Neo Nagima is was a waste.
0: Yeah, that's. It. But that's a
2: topic for another another time.
0: Yes, and because another time that has nothing to do with our manga we're reviewing in this episode because Timbo finally finished his manga he was going to review. Yes, and I finished the manga I was going to review. I actually was. Well, gonna... I didn't
2: finish it because I, I don't think it, that's possible. But
0: oh, it's I, I read enough of it to know that. Yep, I can review it. I read well. I read pretty far in mine because it actually was that damn good, but we're going to get into that in a moment. So, because we can't really tell, we're going to use the coin of... Well, it's a (laughs) quarter. I I can't think of a good name for it.
2: The coin of flipping.
0: Yes, coin of flipping. uh,
2: You call it. Heads. And it is tails.
0: So I guess I'm going first. And so you remember from the last episode of the spark and Manga review the black butler episode which many of you females are like i hate you because you made black butler sound horrible <laughs> or, and i gave it a nice thing i spun the wheel of manga and i dictate on to be that I'd be reviewing well a manga which was written by yamada keio it was produced by kodansha it's a shonen series originally came out December 2008 it's still coming out there's nine volumes and it's an action adventure fantasy horror um, psychological thriller so a
2: hodgepodge of of many yes it is
0: (laughs) and it's called Eden no Ori or Cage of Eden and this originally came out in Weekly Shonen Magazine so it's a shonen series like I said and surprisingly when I heard about this I didn't know anything about it I've never read it before it's not released over here I hope it does it gets picked up by someone maybe Vertical or well probably Vertical or Dark Horse to pick this up because mm-hmm. it is pretty rough mm-hmm. or Yen Press Yen Press would also pick it up because it has boobs yeah. but it's essentially Lord of the Flies meets Lost meets Lo- Land of the Lost meets Battle Royale if you remember from episode mm-hmm. 4 all the way back when we did Battle Royale <laughs> so for those you don't remember Battle Royale was well we'll get into it And it actually opens up on a kid running into an airplane saying, wait, don't leave without me. And they're like, oh, God, this this asshole, he's making us late again. He's the worst kid in our class. And this is our main character, Akira Sengoku. He is from class three year, class four, which would mean he is, if we're talking junior high, Uh, that's going to be eighth grade. Eighth grade class. Yeah. yeah, Eighth grade in the fourth room, whatever that is. And he's the main character, and he is kind of just a very, you know, he's, they call him a joker and whatnot, and he's hanging with his friends, and they're going home to Japan from Guam. And they're on an airplane with about, a, what is it, said it was like 170 people on there, give okay. or take. And he's on there, he's talking to all his friends, like his friend, this guy he calls Aiken, who mm-hmm. has a camera who's showing all these pictures of stuff he took at the beach, because they're in Guam. Yeah. And so he took pictures of all the girls, like one girl who is Akira's She's obviously the love interest, Mm -hmm. is Rion, who he gets really like, It's like, oh my god, it's Rion, And she finds out, she gets pissed off at Akira, and obviously they're going to be the love interest. And then you have his best friend, whose name is Arita Kohei, who is a tall, handsome guy, and his best friend. He's Akira's best friend. They know each other so well. They're really good friends. And it's one of the problems that Akira has, because the fact is that Arita is He's the, the Basketball player Leader He's tall He's handsome And all this stuff mm-hmm. And Rian Rian Akagami The girl he likes She is the number one Spotter On The gymnastics club She's hot She's thin She's really cool And then there's him He's on the volleyball team And he's okay And he's short <laughs> And a lot of people think he's a good-for-nothing, but he's, he's, he's a nice guy. Mm-hmm. So they're on the plane, they're talking, whatnot. They, it, it shows some of the other characters. Like, there's this one guy who sits in the back who's called Yare Koichi, who, he was the guy that the teachers talk about, like, saying he was one of the two troublemakers we had. Yet that got that, to that fight by the beach. Because mm-hmm. the two troublemakers we talk about are Yare and Segoku. Because mm-hmm. Segoku, he just is a joker who just fucks around. Mm-hmm. And then Yare is just a guy who looks mean and evil, and he's just there. Mm-hmm. And they're just talking about these two. And the other character that they introduce is Shiro Maria. He's short, big glasses. He has a computer and a laptop. He's constantly working on. It. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. to get to the point of the series, they're in the airplane, talking, talking, talking. And then suddenly, a weird noise happens, and they, it's like they got turbulence. Mm-hmm. So, immediately, Akira's like, "Oh fuck, where's Rion? Where's Rion?" He looks for her. He sees her. She because everything's going crazy. The plane's acting up. He runs after her, and immediately to get to her. Something claws through the plane. A giant... It looks like a... um You know those curved scissors? Yep. Like that. Cuts mm-hmm. through the plane. He blacks out. And he wakes up.
2: Yeah.
0: And he's in a jungle.
2: And that's the beginning of Lost. Mm. Yep. So
0: he wakes up in this... Where he doesn't know where he is. He's like, what the fuck? I'm in a jungle. This is weird. This is unusual. Mm. And he's looking around and he sees a weird monkey.
2: Monkey... Yeah, the monkey looks a little odd. It's like a lemur kind of thing.
0: And they he sees something that looks like a squirrel, but it's got a long like monkey tail. And yeah. He's like, what the hell? Then he sees something else. Just poking through the, the behind him, he turns around, he sees this thing which looks like... A sl-
2: I don't know, is it a
0: sloth or something? It's like a sloth, and it's like, mew, <laughs> mew. He's like, what the hell? And he's like, wait. Maybe this thing, because he things walk somewhere, he's like, maybe it's leading me to water. He finds water and he starts drinking from water. He sees all these weird creatures and he's like, oh my god, water, I'm alive. He even sees little miniature ponies. Yeah. Like little ponies. I'm talking like, about the size of maybe uh, a dog, it looks yeah. like, maybe. Yeah, and he's like, what, what am I going to do? So immediately he's like, okay, I'm up. I don't know what the hell happened. He feels his pocket and immediately he's like, my cell phone. <laughs> I can call people and it says, full bars no reception yeah shit closes it and he's like wondering you know what what the hell is going to happen I'm so tired I wish I was at my house I'd be home and he's thinking about what happened and he's wondering am I the only person who's alive did mm-hmm. everyone else die and he's freaking out and immediately he hears a scream he hears a scream and he's like oh my god it's Rion because Rion is the first person he's thinking about because mm-hmm. he really likes a girl so he runs 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 because he hears his voice hears this voice, he hears this voice. He's, running, he's running he's running and he sees a really big freaking bird really big freaking bird it's
2: and that is the no, crazy it, bird it's it, huge yes it's, oh my god
0: it's got little non-existent wings in his face and it's really big <laughs> and he tries walking away from it and attacks him yeah. and he looks in the nest and he sees that there's a pair of boobs in there there's a girl in there mm-hmm. and then he hears someone talking and it's the guy Maria he's like Goku, get away from there that thing's mm-hmm. gonna kill her and there's nothing, and there's nothing you can do and what Akira does is he actually goes up against this crazy giant bird which has teeth big enough to cut a tree in half yeah to save this girl who's mm-hmm. actually a stewardess mm-hmm. and he goes he goes to save her he saves the day and now it's three of them together and they don't know what's going on what happened
1: yeah
0: they end up walking around they see in the distance they see a glowing of uh, a uh, the sun is glinting off of something. Mm-hmm. So I think, oh, we'll go to the shiny thing, we'll see what it is. Turns out that that's the crash plane. So, they get to the airplane. They're rummaging through it, like I said. And yeah. they go to the cockpit, and the captain is there with a switchblade in his chest. Okay. And a camcorder is next to him, mm-hmm. which is Iken's camera. I'm like, what the yeah. fuck? So they pick it up, and they start watching, and they see that everyone was okay. That they are trying to refugee around yeah. it. And then suddenly... Big well,
2: giant monster thingy.
0: Yes, which, surprisingly, Maria, his laptop works. Mm-hmm. It's it's working perfectly. And this thing is, he says, it's called Andrew's arches. It's a thing which is like a crocodile. Its its head is three times bigger than its body. Yes. And it could crush through a car. Yeah. It could bite through cars. So like mm-hmm. a crocodile, it has all its strength in closing, yeah. not opening. And it goes crazy, killed all of them. They they ran away. So all of them disappeared from mm-hmm. from the airplane. And as they're walking around, it turns out that Rion was hiding in the airplane still. Mm-hmm. So now she's joined them. So it's the three of them. They end up trying to spend the night trying to figure out what they're going to do. Also, surprisingly, what Maria is doing is he's actually cataloging because his encyclopedia is, is able to figure out what the hell's going on because he figured out yeah. all these creatures shouldn't exist. They're, yeah. like, all extinct. Yeah. So he's just trying to figure out what's going on, what they're doing. And Akira... Because he can't do anything right now. Because you have Maria. He's using his computer to figure out where they are and mm-hmm. triangulate what's going on. You have the girls. They're trying to scavenge food. The flight attendant, Kanoko Omori, she is she failed her flight attendant's exam 16 times. <laughs> she's not that bright with that, but she knows chemicals. She actually knows mm-hmm. about how to heal things. She knows about medicine. Mm-hmm. So she's getting all of the medical stuff together. And they're going to stay in the airplane because it's shelter. And Akira, because he's kind of zoning out, he doesn't know what to do, he decides, I'm going to take a walk. He walks outside, and he gets bashed in the back of his head. So they're (laughs) kind of like wondering, what the hell happened? Where would he go? Where would he go? And you see he wakes up. He's like, what the hell? He's tied up, being hung over a cliff, and there's a guy wearing a ski mask. Well, ski mask. It's actually a, <laughs> a mask he got from Guam, Yeah. and he says his name is Hades, and he hates him, and he wants to see everyone go crazy because mm-hmm. they don't know where they are, and it's yeah. this guy's nuts. He shows he's like an enigmatic figure who does horrible things, and he runs away. Mm-hmm. We don't know what his deal is, but Akira ends up seeing that. He said, like, "Watch before I kill you. Watch." And you see all these sloths show up to the airplane. Mm-hmm. And you think, "Oh, it's a sloth. It's a little sloth." No. These sloths are the size of well, a dinosaur. Oh, and it's a bunch of them. Yeah. So they're and they're looking in the airplane for food. Mm -hmm. So they're crushing it, and the girls are freaking out. And Akira, because crazy Hades is gonna, he made a really interesting and crude weapon with a rock and a stick. He made a axe. He goes to kill Akira. Akira turns the tables on him. Gets out. Hades disappears, and he mm-hmm. runs down to figure out what he can do. And he's, like, figure out, what am I going to do, what am I going to do, what am I going to do? He has a lighter on him. He takes his shirt, ties it around the stick, he lights it, and he's, like, trying to, you know, go away, go away, go away. Mm-hmm. That doesn't work. They swing him away. He's still yeah. on it. The- then he notices the plane is leaking gas. So. Boom. Lights, <laughs> lights it. It starts burning. It starts burning. And he goes, and he gets them out of the airplane, tells them, okay, look, This way you can't go because all the inflatable rafts, they're all burned up. Mm. These things are going crazy, so they have to go another way. They get out. The plane burns. You see everyone else. It shows all the other survivors watching the plane burn, Mm. wherever they are. And as he's sitting there, and they're trying to catch their breath, he hears Hades' voice saying, That's why I like you, Sengoku. You just took away all their hope. That airplane was all their hope they had of going home. (laughs) I can't wait to see what you're going to do next. (laughs) He's like, oh, fuck. So he ends up going away. And they're now trying to figure out what they're gonna do. Yeah. And they end up going across and they're now trying to survive in this world where it's pretty much Mm dog-eat-dog. And they eventually get more people. The next person they get to join them is a friend of his who is named Zaji. Kazumi Zaji. He was a delinquent who was kind of perverted. Mm -hmm. But he ends up helping out Akira because he's never had friends before and Akira's his friend. Yeah. And they become really good buddy-buddies and what happens is his friends because he was with three other guys they betray him to make a raft because they're at the, the ocean. They say, "We'll take the raft. You'll be, you'll be fun. You're screwed." Mm-hmm. They take the raft. They end up going off. These two friends of his go off because there's an island. It's not an island. It's actually like a giant dinosaur <laughs> kills them. <laughs> uh, another creature grabs Rian. She gets injured. She gets a now a bite mm-hmm. on her. Now that's and much more stuff happens. I mean, you're introduced uh, the other faction, because there's three groups right now that they focus on in the beginning. You have this group, the main group. Mm-hmm. You have the group which is mm-hmm. being led by Rita, and his deal is that you find out that he's the one who stabbed the captain, and he's become overly paranoid. He thinks someone saw him because he sees someone writing something. Mm-hmm. And you find that there's a girl that really likes him, that she took pictures of him and she really likes him, and she's mm-hmm. a cute girl. And he's, because of this writing, he's getting really paranoid, so he wakes up early to see who's writing it turns out it's the girl writing it so what does he do he kills her mm-hmm. and as he kills her he hears an applauding <laughs> someone says I didn't think you'd do it yet but guess you did and he's like well it was an accident Was that one wasn't an accident the captain was an accident <laughs> that one you set up on your own clapping his hand he's like and guess who Hades Yep. Yeah. does it again and he... <laughs> And so now and also because later you found that um, Arita he hit his head when the plane crashed and they're assuming that because he hit his head the place where he hit his head messed with his mind so right. now he thinks differently mm-hmm. and it's not that he's it's just he's made him paranoid and yeah. crazy mm-hmm. so his group he's slowly killing them one off one at a time <laughs> then the last group is actually being it has Matoko Karusi who is this female teacher she mm-hmm. was the nice one, there was three teachers yeah. there was Douchebag 1, Douchebag 2 and her and she is currently being well she is like the nicest teacher possible She's the nice one mm-hmm. And she is with Well Yara She's in love with Yara Who is I said I said more the delinquent In mm-hmm. his group And he's actually Really smart He's not like Because he looks like a typical goon I yeah. showed you He looks like a jerk Yeah, He's not He helps out the other students He helps out everybody mm-hmm. Like at one point There's um, A saber tooth tiger Going to attack them And what he does He takes his keys out puts them in his knuckles and uses it like a claw to get them away. Mm-hmm. Or later on, they actually get poisoned. It's They kind of get poisoned by this food, and he figures out how to save them, but he makes Sengoku to kind of mm-hmm. to man up to help. Because yep. he likes Sengoku as a friend, but he's like, I'm not going to follow you. I'll be your guardian angel, but I'm, you know, and me and I'll take my group, will go. Mm-hmm. So it's those three groups right now. There are other groups that show up, and eventually it ends up to a point where I'm at right now that... He, Sengoku has become a natural leader. He's become the guy who stepped up, and he's mm-hmm. leading 31... Well, 31 minus 4, so... 31 minus 4 is 27? 27 students and adults yeah. he's leading. And they're, and they're going to start their own country, because it's not an island that they think it is. It's a little more than that. Mm-hmm. So, what do I like about this series? It's very... Well, first of all, this series is very reminiscent to Seven Seeds it's a world which is different than our own it's definitely a it seems like almost a post-apocalyptic but not really yeah cause I mean it takes place in a it, there's no cities there's no guns it's just law of the jungle mm-hmm. it's pretty badass you have a lot of interesting characters it doesn't focus on one mm-hmm. I mean where's it gonna go I don't know who's gonna survive who knows fuck if I know they, cause they kill off characters randomly like one character is introduced to who you really like and then he dies in such a it's like you could say it's heroic, but it's mm-hmm. not really it's like kind of like it's a sad way he dies yeah, and then you have other things like what is it like you have questions like obviously they don't know why they're there, you yeah. wonder why they're there where how they ended up there. you also wonder what does it deal do with some of the characters like one character she's she was a fake medium, but it turns mm-hmm. out she actually has visions and then you have other. <laughs> And then you have other characters, like, Hades, you don't know what his deal is. Yeah. You just know he's just crazy, and he seems to hate Sengoku, but we don't know who the fuck he is. Yeah. And then you have all the other survivors, like, what happened to each of them, and what's their deal? Mm-hmm. And who's gonna die next, who's done. Gonna... And that was one thing that Battle Royale had that this has. Initially it didn't, but eventually it now has 31 tribe members left. Yeah. Like, in Battle Royale, mm-hmm. it had 15 students left, 14 students left, mm-hmm. so... We'll see who survives and who dies, and uh, what was the other big? Well, some questions are answered. Like one question we had for half the series is that Maria has that laptop. It seems to never yeah. run out of fucking power. <laughs> Turns out he bought an American battery charger, which is essentially a pump. Ah, so I was right. like, that's that's <laughs> that, that's clever. It's not out of the realm well it's out of the realms possibly but they give yeah. some sort of logic to it, yeah. and it teaches you about ancient animals and things that we wouldn't take for granted like yeah. the fact is you know little things like ticks could kill you or yes. better yet you should remember to test your food before you drink it or things mm-hmm. like the original ancestors of crocodiles couldn't swim but they could be on land yes but then other well, it's mm-hmm. interesting so overall I like the art I like the story I think it's invented, it's different, and I actually enjoy the whole thing, and I like that they have the slight harem-esque situation, where you have Rion with um, Akira, but then you have other girls who are interested in him, and Mm -hmm. then you have all the things like you have the ongoing paranoia of Arita, and then Uri who has like the one girl who hates him because of a, she's like, I said you were love but you didn't love me, it's like, that was the first day I was in school and I didn't know who the fuck you were (laughs) misunderstanding, and all this other stuff going on, which I like there is boobs in it, which is nice. Mm-hmm. And, and there is even a transgender character. Well, sorry, transvestite. But yeah. overall, I have to give this really, really, really fucking cool, because I really dug it. I ate yeah. through this. It's 90 chapters I ate through in, in in a day. Yeah. I mean, it started off kind of what the fuck, but then it got really interesting, and I just 1, 2, 3, 4, mm-hmm. 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. I want to see what happens. I want to see what what happens to some of the characters, and I really hope that n- that the main characters, for the most part, stay alive. Because, I mean, they've... Oh, one other thing I forgot before we finish. Most series' main characters never get hurt. Unless you're reading Walking Dead, where Rick is currently... What is it? He's got one eye. <laughs> He's had to cut his own arm off. Like, Evil Dead, um, Carl, he just got shot in the face, so we don't know what happened to him. Yeah. This series doesn't pull the punches either. I mean, Akira, he is... Like, Rion gets injured right in the beginning. And she gets hurt more and more and more as she's yeah. going on. She's pretty fucked up at this point. I mean, mm-hmm. she looks nice, but like her breast has a bite in it. Yeah. Her arm has the things. And Akira, he he's one to do so much for his team. And you have other members who are trying to supplant him. Like, one guy tried to kill him to get Rion. He's like, I'll kill you and she'll be mine. And then Akira just let him live and you're like dude what the fuck's wrong with you <laughs> he's trying to kill you you fucking kill him but he he gets beat up really bad he's got broken ribs mm-hmm. he actually walks with a cane for like for 20 chapters cause he uh to save one of the girls he literally was pushed off a cliff by uh by an the old the prehistoric bears mm-hmm. were trying to kill him he got pushed out and actually was rescued <laughs> by a wolf that was a cool because yeah. they, they bump into a wolf tribe, and the wolf tribe actually protects him because they see he's a leader, and he ends up, like, emulating them. So, mm. anyway, definitely worth reading. Definitely worth checking out. If you're looking for it, just look online. You'll find it. It's Eden Ori, or Cage of Eden. I can't wait to see where it goes, and I really hope it comes out here. Mm. Sounds cool? It looks pretty cool. Yeah, and there's boobies. Yes, yeah. boobies. So, if you remember, what we you you? All right, you? so
2: the last time I was here, I spun manga that I was interested in reading in the first place, so I looked out in that respect. And it is called Gants. And it is written by Hiroya Oku. And it is an action, science fiction, horror, psychological thriller all. And it's published by Shuisha, but it's also published by Dark Horse in America. So Mm -hmm. you can find it in your local Barnes & Noble or other... bookstore-esque places. We still
0: have a Borders and they're not closing because yes. I, I think they're an independent franchise. It yes. has to be that.
2: Yeah, they, I think they are too. And yeah, and it was originally in Weekly Young Jump uh, from October 2000 and there's, so far there are 29 volumes. I guess there's two ATV animes and two mm. live action films. Apparently. Yes,
0: I heard the live action movie was terrible.
2: Yeah, I, I, I don't
0: know. I still want to see it though. Mm. I want to see Dude and the, the Ball.
2: Um, So, the story is you start out with Meeting a guy named K. Koronu and he basically he has a high opinion of himself. Let's say he really he has a very low opinion of other people, and he is at the train station, at the subway kind of thing, waiting for a train, and and there's this old lady that talks to him, and he kind of he kind
0: of to go away. Yeah, he the kind of, he kind
2: of he kind of messes with her, and you know he's kind of mean and, and doesn't want to deal with other people and stuff like that. So he's waiting for the for the train and and somehow some way a friend of his from when he was a little kid and that is Masaro Kato is his friend. He's K is kind of short, Masaro is kind of tall. Masaro was his childhood friend and he wasn't he's not he, at the moment he's not very sure. He's like he's like that looks like my friend from when I was a kid and he's not he doesn't really know. So there's this uh, drunk guy who's on the platform kind of wobbling around and 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 he falls into the the train tracks basically
0: he has a and, funny line though when he falls <laughs> yeah
2: i can't remember it's like, ow. it's yeah, just like yeah, yeah. Ow. i mean he he lands pretty hard he's he's all messed up he's all drunk and he can't he can't get out of the out of the so everybody's kind of like just standing there like don't know what to do so masaro jumps in and tries to get him out of the, the thing as the train's coming. So as he's trying to get him, he's like, he's like, "What's wrong with you people? Why aren't you helping? Why wouldn't you help this man?" And and as he's as he's basically going through this tirade as he's trying to help, he he catches Kay's eye and recognizes him, and he's like, "Kay," and and Kay's like, "Oh," and he and he's like, "Now I have to go help him because now he just called me out." So Kay goes in. And they go to try to help the guy, and I believe I believe they get the guy up onto the platform. And just as they get them get him up on, on the platform,
0: they get hit by the train. That's a good way to open up a manga. Kill the yeah, main characters. Yeah,
2: basically. And I, I, as I as I recall, they both get decapitated. Like their heads are like flying through the air, and like K is still like you know I guess you know how how you're still conscious even though when you get to get to decapitated, yeah. you still have that. Yeah. So you have that la- that last second of consciousness and he's like he's like hmm this can't be real then all of a sudden he wakes up and he's in a room and it's just some apartment empty apartment it's weird just for no reason and he's in this room and he's there with some other people he's there with Masaru and he's there with some other people um there's like a short businessman guy with glasses there's another kid um there's two Yakuza guys there's a dog, and then there's like an, another kid who's there, and, and there's this big brown ball, big black round ball, and which you've come to find out is called Gans. And it basically Xerox copied them into the room right before they died, and it literally is like zzz, 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 with a laser. Like it's, like, it's like an old printer, and that's basically how they get teleported in the room. So they're trying to figure out what they're supposed to be doing, they don't know why they're there... Blah blah blah. As they're, as they're there, they they kinda start to get some idea of what's going on. The the Gants thing opens up and it's got all kinds of weapons and all kinds of stuff inside it and they don't really know what it is. Next thing you know, another person starts getting Xeroxed in. And it's a girl and and her name is also Kay, which you find out much later. But you um,
0: forgot to mention the most important part about K is introduction.
2: Oh yes. Well she she she's a she slits her wrists. And she's in a and when she slits her wrist, she's in a tub. And she's naked. So she's she gets Xeroxed in and she's completely bare ass naked. And I have to say, they show they show pubes, they show nipple, they show everything. So they show they, her intestines. Yeah. yeah Yeah, well they show her insides too when she's getting Xerox copied in. It's kinda weird. Which is that's Yeah, it's it's very strange. But she's there and she's naked and everybody's like, Oh, naked girl, uh and one of the Yakuza guys literally just goes over, grabs her, and yanks her into the other room and tries to make her give him a BJ. And Masaro, to the rescue again, goes in and, and tries to stop them. So, as this is going on, the Gantz thing finally tells them what they're supposed to do. And they're supposed to hunt down this little person. And the person is, it looks like a kid, but has a weird shaped head. And the head look, kind of looks like an onion. And it's just kind of like, it's weird. So they think they're on candid camera or some game show. They they don't know what's going on. They they, they think it's all a big joke. So everybody kind of grabs a weapon and they're like, oh, let's 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 do it. We're you know because they think they're gonna win money and who knows what else they're trying to do. So they start getting Xerox copied back out in, into the world. And right as 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 Kay is about to get Xerox copied, he's trying to put on this suit. And for some reason, he just he just decides that he has to put on this suit. There's really no reason for it. He just decides. So he's he's like trying to put it on as his, as his head is getting Xerox copied into you know out onto the street. So it's it's very strange. And the girl's still naked for whatever reason. I think they put a jacket on her eventually. But anyway, so they get Xerox copied out, and everybody's like, okay. So so most of them decide, oh, we're gonna go after this guy because that's that's what we have to do. That's now there's an old man. He he decides, I'm going home. I, I don't I don't want anything to do with this. So he just. He says um he starts going towards his house. Masaro tells Kay, Take the girl home. So Kay starts taking her home, blah blah blah. So then everybody starts going after I don't know what Masaro does at this moment plot, I can't remember. But they all go looking for this guy. And the guy turns out to be this little kid who really likes onions, apparently. And he and he keeps asking for onions. He's like, Just one more, please. One more would be fine, please. And he just keeps saying it. So they start chasing them around, and they eventually... The guns that they have, they're weird because they have two triggers. One is kind of like a... It's like an X-ray. So, like, it, you can see, like, their insides. And if But if you pull both triggers, it, it does this, like, delayed reaction and goes kablooey on the person. So, basically, that's that's kind of So,
0: basically, you have to...
2: You have to hold both triggers, and then it, it kind of... It doesn't do anything for a second, and then all of a sudden, kablooey. Basically. Ah. Yes. So... So, so they, they they go and they basically kill him, and and Big Daddy comes along and he's not too happy, and he's much scarier. And uh, in the meantime, the old guy gets to a point and there starts to be some beeping going on. Beep beep beep. And he's like, "What is it?" And he just keeps going. He keeps going. And he hits he hits a part a spot and kaboom! His goes Ah, uh, he did boo chips. Yes. Hitty Boo chips, a bluey, gone. So basically, they're 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 confined to a basically a square area where they have to stay when they're searching for whatever these things are that they're fighting or going after. So blah blah blah. So he blows up. So as Kay and the girl are, they kind of were going in the same direction as the old guy. So they eventually come up upon him and see him, and they freak out and run the other way. So luckily, they don't go kablooey either. Yeah. So in the meantime. The fighting is ensuing. They've killed the the little mini mini onion guy, and the big onion guy's pissed, and he's and he's going ape shit. And he gets the one yakuza guy, the guy the guy that desert, really deserves it because he's the guy that tried to rape the girl. So he 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 has these big claws on his one hand. And he basically just like grabs the guy by the head, and he's just basically squeezing his head, and he's just squeezing and squeezing and squeezing. So like the the other guys are like, what what do we do? What do we do? So then they finally try to shoot him, but they accidentally shoot the Yakuza guy. And the Yakuza guy blows up, and then his head gets smushed, and yeah, it's like...
0: They would be like... <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, and you have all that. So the big onion guy basically just massacres everybody. I mean, he just he kills all the other people. He just fucks them all up. Masuro ends up fighting him, and he knocks him down at like a hill or something like that. And, and then K shows up. And the thing starts coming after him and the girl. So they start running. They go, they run the other way. So it's like, it's a big chase. And Kay is running faster than he's ever run before in his life. And there's this big, there's this whole backstory about, you know, when he was a kid, he used to get, like, to get into fights with bigger kids and bigger bullies. Yeah. Because he, he was drawn to the excitement, the yeah. adrenaline of it. So, so he's like, he's like, you know, he's running like he's never run before. He's running faster. At some point, he kind of leaves the girl behind by accident She's alright, she gets, she gets by But, anyway, end up start fighting He starts fighting the, the monster And, and, and his suit Start, the suit that he picked up st- Starts, like, making him, like, hulk out Like, he starts getting, like, muscles And he, and he starts, like, beating the crap out of it Somehow, the monster, like, slashes Masaru And Masaru starts bleeding heavily from his arm And, uh, cause Masaru tries to help Kay at some point I don't know how it worked out exactly can't remember. So K like, goes butt nutty and kills the thing, like, fucks it up, and, uh...
0: this Hulk smash? Yeah,
2: yeah, basically. I mean, he goes he goes apeshit, and, I mean, just p- pummels it, rips it apart, I mean, all kinds of... Mm-hmm. So, and it, but he gets to the point, I think, I think he he doesn't kill him, though. He just, he just beats the crap out of him, and he's supposed to kill him, but he doesn't. But eventually the, the, the thing gets, like, teleported into space, And it's like, what? And uh, one of the guys that was in in the hotel, in in the apartment, kind of comes out of nowhere. he just kind of shows up and he's like, hey, we were successful. We did it. We did a good job. And you come to find out that he's been doing this for years, being sent out to kill these things for like a really long time. And basically he just uses everybody else's bait. He just lets them go out and try to fight the thing, and then when, when the thing's vulnerable, then he kills it. That's what he does. So he, so that's why he survived. And there's a dog who survived because the dog doesn't do anything. And the dog just goes wherever. One of the interesting things you find out is, although they're all invisible for some reason, they can see each other, and they can see the monster, but the monster and them are invisible to normal people. But, but they can interact with people. They bump into them. monster, like, smashes somebody's car... And they're like, "What the heck happened? And they don't. They don't know why it got smashed." So that's that's an interesting thing. So like, they think they're dead, but they're but they're still interacting with other people. They just can't. Nobody can see them. So you find out all this. Kay and the girl and the and the, and the douchebag guy and the dog get teleported back to the to the apartment after the guy gets killed. After the monster gets killed, and K's freaking out because he's trying to wake up Masaru because sure. Masaru's bleeding out, basically. And he's you know he's trying to wake him up. He's trying to wake him up, and he doesn't wake up so they get sent back to the thing and you know a couple minutes later Masaru finally gets gets Xeroxed in and then you know they're like thank god he's alive uh," because they they really thought he died so he was like he was basically on the verge of death and he just he just came back and and it came back so whoever survives the fighting of whatever these creatures are whatever they are who knows what gets sent back to the thing whoever dies is dead they're just officially dead they're gone So they're back at the thing They find out You know all this stuff About how the guy You know basically Uses them all as bait And he's a douchebag, And blah 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 So As they get back And the ball Starts giving them scores For their participation In the, in the thing
0: Letting a douche bag Gets like a zero Well ball, like a no one. The
2: douchebag guy Actually has points He He's actually Almost to a hundred points He's like at Ninety something points And I guess supposedly When you hit a hundred You're free To go uh. I guess that's what he thinks, anyway. I don't know if that's true. Masaro, I, I don't remember if Masaro gets any points. K doesn't get any points because the machi- because Gantz basically says he he was spending too much time looking at boobs, <laughs> <laughs> or, or tits, I should say. Gantz is funny because it's jokes with the, it's like it's kind of like a douchebag. the The ball is a douchebag with the guy inside. It has a guy inside it on like life support. I don't understand that part, but whatever. I, I'm sure it'll explain it eventually. But yeah, it's like it calls the girl tits. It calls her tits, and she she doesn't get any points because she was naked for too long. And then Kay doesn't get any points because he was too busy staring at her boobs. Masaro, I, I think he he loses points for
0: getting injured. Yeah, getting
2: injured or something. I don't know. Yeah. And then the other guy gets like two points or three points or something like that. So he's like on the verge of. And and the dog gets no points for being a dog. He just doesn't do anything. He, so the, and the dog doesn't care. The dog just kind of wanders around. Whatever. He no he never gets involved. So, that's where they kind of end. After the thing is over, they can go. They can leave. Go about their business. And then whenever they need to come back, the thing will apparently bring them back. But when, when, well,
0: when they go out, could they interact then?
2: Yes. They're, they're normal people now. They're, just, they're back to normal. They do, can go do, they have... do stuff. But here's the thing. Here's the trick. Is Remember we said they're Z- Z- Xerox copies, right? Yeah. All right. So, sometimes Gantz makes a mistake. Person may not actually be dead. And he starts making the Xerox copy. They literally are a copy. Kay and Masaru definitely died. When they when they got hit by the train, they definitely got killed. There's no way. So by them being Xerox, nobody knows that they're dead. They, you know, nobody, ha- their bodies are gone. They're not even there anymore. And they're alive. You know, as they are now. Yeah. Other Kay, which is the girl, Tits as as, as Gantz calls her, goes home and her parents call and, and she answers the phone. She's like, who is this? And they think it's her sister. And they're like, Kay's in the hospital. She slit her wrists, blah, blah, blah. And she's t- on the phone like, what? Uh, uh, uh. And they're like, yo, she's fine. She's, she's alive. She's in intensive care, blah, blah, blah. So she is the Xerox copy of herself. Herself is in the hospital currently, and she's in the house. Her sister comes home and sees her. Freak. You know, and, Well, it doesn't freak out because she, she wasn't she wasn't at the hospital. So she thinks, and so she gets on the phone with the mother, and she's like, "What are you saying? What are you talking about? She's here. She, I'm, she's here at the house, you know." And she, no, no, she's she's in the hospital. So that's kind of like where the the second volume ends is right there. So you have a person who's kind of can't live her life because Gans fucked up. So I think she goes and she ends up finding Kay. I think she goes to. So his, she ends up hooking up with K. Well, I, she doesn't hook up with him, but she goes to find him. I think is what happens. And that's basically the story so far. So they're basically, they're people who are on the verge of death who get Xerix copied by this giant bowling ball filled with guns and ammunition and a dude on life support. And they are tasked with killing monstrous alien beings, whatever they are, and they get points for it. And the giant bowling ball is a douchebag, apparently. <laughs> and it's a hyper-violent, hyper-bloody series... There's boobs. So You must love it. <laughs> it's awesome. It's you know, it's it's right up there with with pres- it, you know, the artwork isn't super intricate, they're like they're in Japan. They're like they're they're dudes in Japan fighting monsters. Yeah. It's you know, there's not really any. It's just present day Japan. There's nothing special about it. You know, there's just buildings and yeah. and trees and stuff. But, like, the characters are all pretty cool. Like, the, the artwork, the, every character does look different, so you can tell them apart, you know. And, yeah, it's 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 pretty cool so far. I. But, obviously, it's a very long series. I, I tend to get sucked into these long series, but like Berserk. But, but that's but what makes it worth Those series yeah. are the ones which are, are yeah. the most I like having continuity. I like getting sucked into a story and, and sticking with it. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of one that I, I want to keep reading. So you you're going to pick up more? Yes, yes, I think I'm going to pick up. I think this is top of my... Review ladder, right now. Until
0: I Berserk eventually ever. Yes, comes until up.
2: the next volume of Berserk
0: finally gets released. Kentaro Morata. Well, we'll, we'll he will. Well, we are writing
2: that he'll be writing Berserk till he dies. Well, a crazy bastard. Well, we'll
0: talk about that at our panel. <laughs> the, uh, well, this
2: this guy is gonna be writing Gantz till he dies because I mean it's up to twenty nine vol. I mean it's it's almost as long as, as Berserk is
0: and it's, he's, it's ju- and it but looks he's like faster though. He's doing it faster. He is faster. Yes, I heard that this series gets kind. Con- well, from where I'm at, it's not convoluted. By her, it gets really convoluted later. So.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, and that's and that's that's always a a, a situation you deal with with a longer series. You get kind of stuck in in longer parts of the storyline. With filler and whatnot. So yeah, they have filler sometimes, and you you know it's it's like it's like any comic, you know that that's a that's a long running story. I mean, it's it it's gonna have filler from time to time. It's gonna have, uh, you know, parts where. It's really good, and then there's gonna have parts where it's really slow, and then there's gonna have parts that just seem useless, and that happens. But I think uh, on the overall, I think if you're looking for something that's action-packed and has a little bit of mystery to it and some horror, and I think it's right up people's alley's
0: for that. Mm. So, what would your rating be out of our five-point rating system?
2: I would have to say really, really, really fucking cool. So if you don't buy this right now, your blood will dry out, your brain will freeze, and your soul will be forfeit to the great. Zama I, I don't know. Goose. Okay, yeah, right. Um, yeah, I think I think the onion people are gonna come kill you if you don't read this. They're gonna smash your face in. Um, may I have another? <laughs> may I have another?
0: That sounds really just really perverted, though it's like may I have another? <laughs> um,
2: it's definitely I mean you can't really borrow it. I mean, unless you know somebody that has all the volumes, I mean that it would be kinda impossible. So like I can't I can't give it I I can't give it like the four because it's I don't think you'd be able to borrow it. From no, somebody. same reason as mine. You Maybe can't. borrow the first volume and see if you like it and then go from there. But I think once you read that first volume, you're going to be like, what the fuck, I have to read this. I have to figure out what the hell's going on. Yeah. It, it sucks you in. It, get, it gets you... A...
0: Yeah, no, it's... it's. Uh, I definitely think we should, if, if the movie's at, the, at one of the cons, we should definitely see the yes. movie. Yes, yes. I heard the the dub is horrible, but still... Yeah. We were. And Both these are very good series. They're very, very hyper-realistic. Not hyper-realistic, but they both have violence in it, and they're Mm both interesting. Because we've done a couple of good series like that. Like, what have we done that's hyper-violent? Let's let's go through the review archive really quick. Alright. You had Battle Royale, which was hyper-violent. It had, like, the first volume had a guy throw a knife into a girl's head, and then the the (laughs) other guy's eyeball popped out after he got shot in the skull. (laughs) You had Bastard. Well, enough said, Dark Schneider. He he sees a girl being raped, he's like, oh, well, okay. Bio-booster armor MacGyver. Which that was The, the yeah. Zoonoids He crushed their heads Yeah
2: Black Lagoon is kind of Violent well, Hyper violent But not yeah. bad you had Blade Military of, violent
0: Blade of the Immortal is in Yeah it. that's pretty violent he's, he's just like The the poor man's Wolverines. Wolverine Wolverine mm-hmm. still has Fighting style <laughs> This guy's like I'm immortal I don't care I, I, I find <laughs> like shit now
2: Crying Freeman Assassin violence And he's naked Yeah and he's naked
0: Drifting Classroom which was pretty which had a lot of violence in it even though it was a bad series Kudo no Ken I can't forget Kudo no Ken (laughs) it's like the ultra 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 violent series most of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure and Jack Frost (laughs) Kurosagi Corpse Delivery Service is ultra it's not violent but it's gory Mm. it's more it's like blackjack it's clinical gore yeah you know MPD Psycho same thing I mean the fact is you had one guy who kidnapped girls and would plant a seed in them until it grew out of their brain (laughs) Mad Bull. Mad Bull. It's Mad Bull. Ma- yeah, that's, yeah, enough said. Right there. It's a Kazuo Koike drawing about a cop who freaking kills from Curtis, I mean, he killed Curtis by pushing him into a train while it was moving. Just mm. pushing and grinding him. Yeah. <laughs> but it's Kazuo Koike. Again. Mm. Mac and X was violent, but you didn't understand what the fuck was going on in that series. Mm. Path the Assassin, same thing, but Kazuo yep. Koike, again. Ricky O. Yes, I,
2: we can, we can. <laughs> It's it's just... if, if, if yeah if, if you're into that kind of stuff, if you're into that kind of violence and you stuff, you will probably like dance. Yeah, it's, it's not super complicated that you can't understand what's going on, but it leaves some mystery, so you got to kind of keep reading it to figure out what's actually happening. And it's not terribly hard to understand what's happening at the time. I think I think it's a good series.
0: Yeah, I will keep reading it. And with Cage of Eden, if you like things like Seven Seeds which you remember that that series actually got really weird now it's getting better again mm-hmm. now they're following spring the spring team again that series and if you liked a Battle Royale or if you like Lost you'll really enjoy this because it's mm-hmm. very you wonder what's going on and there's no mist monsters mm-hmm. there's just giant bears giant sloths and people who look like cavemen but they're not ah. they we don't know what they were doing they, they kidnapped one of the girls but I don't think they're going to rape them. I just didn't understand what the fuck they were going to do with them. They're like, what are they doing? I don't understand. <laughs> it's like, that goes in that. Not <laughs> ripping their heads off. Uh, so, I really have to update the review archive, speaking of which. Yeah. It's a little behind, isn't it? Eh, not that much. <laughs> I think the last one I got was like episode one hundred twenty ten. <laughs> so, I, I'll update that. I have to do the movie review archive, too. mm but we're missing an episode or two. All right. That just about does it for our reviews. Yeah, we're done with our reviews, and it's uh, I think it's the part you've all been waiting for and what we're talking about. Well, actually, no. First, remember, you can check us out at www.spyrekin.com. You can email us at at gmail.com. Call us at 206 You can email me personally at dot sparkin uh, at gmail.com. Yes, we would appreciate any emails, voicemails, threats, whatnot, or ideas on things we could talk about in the episode itself. I mean, we had fun doing the... Uh, Fuck my life and uh, yeah, yeah. No. Give,
2: give us, give us suggestions. We we are always welcoming that.
0: Yep. And Anything for filler. Filler is amazing, <laughs> and awesome. And now, okay. So it's that part you've all been waiting for. What are we talking about? We're talking about that one, that only. Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga. Accept the no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? It is a Wheel of Fortune with ten slots on it. All we've done is we've assigned a manga to each of the slots. So what we're going to do is we're going to spin the Wheel of Manga. When well, no, no more it lands on that's what we're reviewing in the next episode of the and Manga Review. <laughs> Deep do. breath. Okay. Yes. So, spin.
2: And I shall spin. Spin. Number... I spun number eight. I got JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Oh.
0: Uh, What's that? Well, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is a really long series, and this will be our fourth installment, and I guess you get to cover it, so I Wait. guess the next episode is going to be Timbo's Bizarre Adventure Part 4. Well, oh, right. That's kind of cool. It's really a fucking weird and twisted series, and this will be our fourth time covering it, so we'll see what happens, Timbo. But okay. anyway. Let's
2: well, anyway.
0: <laughs> kind of a kind of good series. It's interesting. And let me see what I'm reviewing the next episode, or next time I'm on. Well, I'll always be on, but you'll be... Next time yes. you're on. Next time. Alright, I see. Ah, so in the next episode of was Spike, I'm reviewing the sort of crime series, Black Cat.
2: Dun, dun, dun.
0: Well, he's an assassin, but it's the same deal. Alright. It's another fight. So... Guess that's it for this episode this was fun we'll do more later um i'm going sand's gonna go pass out now because it's late and i gotta to yes. work tomorrow and you gotta go home yes so as usual thank you guys for listening really appreciate it we'll be doing more of this and things will be all good and remember three years on on the 15th three years Woo! been a while so thank you for listening and we are gonsville catch you next time and oh that's it
1: kids, yeah.